0: All right. Greetings, Trivialites. You are live and direct with J-Man and Thunderbottom. Mm. What up, Jay? Oh, man. I'm so excited to be here. All right. That's enough. Mm. Uh, Before we start, I got a question for you. Mm. So, what has a nose and flies but can't smell? Oh, man. I'm going to have to say a -a cockatoo. Wrong. Oh. Airplanes. Dang it. And that is our topic this week. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, as we start our ascent, please make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position. Make sure your seat belts are securely fastened and all carry-on luggage is stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bins. Let's go. Here we are. Can I just say something real quick? I like how you started the
1: episode with a descent, as if if this whole episode is headed for... <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> like a plane crash. <laughs> like, we're for the ground. Right? I just copied and pasted that thing. No, Why man. did it not say ascent? I, d- I don't know, but. Oh, because uh, you're going down. Yeah. But you still should do it when you're going up. Right, because we're starting. We're going up. All right. So I was like, let's man, we're, we're going head for a plane crash. Here we go. We're no, ascending.
1: Uh, all right, let's see. we
0: We'll find out. Okay, yeah, all right. We're going to find out how this goes. Number one. A Boeing 747 is made up of six million parts. <sighs> A little bit of a tail into this one here. It's the most widely known commercial airliner and cargo transportation aircraft frequently referred to as the Queen of the Skies or the Jumbo Jet. The airplane is famed because it was the first huge body aircraft ever produced. Gist of it, it's a big son of a gun. It's got a lot of moving parts to it. And you're supposed to feel safe in that thing.
1: That you know is a what,
0: gum? That gum—that's a double dad gum, and an Al B. <laughs> I, I reckon,
1: I, indeed, I—that's insane. Six million parts. I, I did. I usually feel somewhat safe on an airplane, but now I'm kind of like, dang, that's a lot of parts.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's a lot of stuff. so I yeah. mean, When somebody's putting this thing together, you know, they just—I mean, talk about a puzzle, right? They got. Oh, yeah. I'll start over here you, know, you guys. I'll take care of the tire region. You know, for, for parts. <laughs> four parts. You guys go 000, ahead and start parts. on the control panel. Oh yeah, You've got five thousand right there, probably.
1: No joke. We have a buddy. Actually, we go to church with. He builds. He works on like one system for one airplane. Mm. Uh, Dan. Yeah. And so he's, but there's whole teams that are focusing on like the piece of metal that holds one part of the wing and right. it's a whole team right it may even be a whole factory is is they focus on that because it has to be a certain strength has to withstand this wind speed and mm-hmm. this altitude and this temperature and there's so much that goes into it, it
0: it's it, that's insane it's insane but six million I had no idea it was that many Yeah, I mean, you speaking of speed this thing goes 955 kilometers an hour
1: it's almost as fast as me
0: yeah yeah <laughs> How fast is that, do you think, 900? We're well, uh, Americans. We're in the continental, interconal. We,
1: we are the Um I would say that's probably in the 600-mile range, mile per hour, if you trans translate that over. Is uh-huh. that it? Yeah. I don't know. I
0: didn't check. <laughs> it's pretty close, though. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. pretty
1: close. I, I think so.
0: Is that it? It's got to be faster than that.
1: Well, I think being that it's a commercial I think they usually fly between five and 600 miles an hour commercial. excellent yeah. excellent
0: thank you research team yep so uh, you're
1: welcome boss
0: <laughs> now get back to your cupboard okay
1: <laughs> I like how he's from like he's
0: a 1920s newsie. he always is <laughs> he always is he's got a little flat top on too he's got a scully so there it is 747 6 million parts big mother Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better
1: myself. Number two, your smartphone doesn't interfere with the aircraft's navigation. Now, conspiracy theorists have been, I I mean, brewing, they've been stewing over this for a long time. I don't know about that. They're all like, they don't want us to communicate from the airplane. And then the airplane folks are like, no, here's the actual fact. So have you ever wondered why they actually want you to switch your phone into airplane mode, Zane? Have you ever wondered?
0: Absolutely.
1: It's, it's not because your phone signals interfere with the plane's navigation. Like some other conspiracy theorists might say. In fact, we are asked to put our devices down for takeoff and landing because the cabin crew wants our attention for the safety demonstration. Right. Plus, takeoff and landing is the riskiest part of flight. So if you've got your device down, you're able to react to an emergency situation better. I see. That makes total sense to me. I
0: see. Yeah. See, I thought, so okay, so if this is factual, which is what we do here, (laughs) should be. I'll edit that laugh out. (laughs) Or uh, I'll forget. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't remember anything ever being real loud about, no, it doesn't cause, you know, interfere with anything. Hmm. So... really think that they've tried to dispel that uh, rumor or conspiracy theory no you're right so i think it's embedded in many americans minds probably Mm -hmm. anyway um that that i've heard things like okay so if everybody has their phone on and they're on this yeah then the plane's gonna go down i've heard that something. yep but i mean come on this thing's got how many six thousand Moving parts. Yeah, they got a button up there to override that. Absolutely. And would they would they trust all these people up there? Yeah, if that something no. like that was a possibility. No, because they're
1: not checking anything either. Well they they press or, the
0: red button and the green button together and that stops. Right. Or they it. just tell everybody to do it. If it really was a thing, they'd be walking around. Let me see. Let yep. me see your airplane. Right. Mode. And they don't. Give me your phones. That's Everyone a put really them good point. Put it into a lock box. Exactly. They don't do any of that stuff. Nope. That's so true, man. I just keep on navigating. Yeah. Do You? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the last couple. Yeah. Oh, you know. And I didn't really know this. But, I mean, I thought it might interfere with something, maybe. Yeah. I was like, you know, if I'm the only person doing it, then probably fine. It'd be all right.
1: So somebody forgot.
0: 50. Yeah. On there. Yeah. So. Why not? Yeah. And you're on the the 5G network, right? That's probably I got a good search on going that. on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. Stop this for some. Show yeah, some takeoff. Take you got off things to team. do.
1: Absolutely, man. I I had a moment of panic one time. I realized I had not turned it on airplane mode, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this thing's going down. It's uh, gonna be my fault. You're gonna be the cause of it." Yeah, so I turned it off immediately, and we were fine. Oh, so, yeah, man. yeah. It that didn't just turn point. the engines off. That was a closer <laughs> <point. laughs> I think I turned it on airplane mode on just in time. Ah. I felt the plane drop a little. Right.
0: But it, done. He went right back up. You made a hectic thing for those, co- the, you know, the pilots up there. I know. I mean, they had to deal with the turbulence button, and then next they had mm-hmm. to go on and handle, you yeah. know, interference mode. There we go. Number three if you find yourself getting weirdly emotional on planes, you're not alone.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, a few years back, Virgin America conducted a highly scientific study on its Facebook page. Highly as in italics <laughs> in which forty one percent of men admitted to crying at in flight movies and fifty five percent of people said they felt more emotional while flying. apparently, the stresses of travel plus the decreased oxygen and mild hypoxia one experiences at altitude has a major effect on moods
1: huh wow no i I have uh... I have experienced. I am more. Um, what's the term where you're more he? Nope. <laughs> uh, nope. That was close. That, yeah. Introspective. When I'm flying. Yeah. I'm very like. I'm thinking about my life. My life choices. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like going into nature.
0: Yeah. For you, huh? it, it's weird. Very comfortable up there.
1: You know, I, I would say not so much. I uh, I feel like I can't sleep because I need to be ready and able to help the pilot if they need to, if he needs my help. Mm. So I'm pretty alert on a on a flight, but I am so intrigued by what's going on outside right. that we are several miles above the earth. Right. Like it it just makes me think very deep. Okay. And I wonder if it's the ox- oxygen deprivation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pilot's just my attention attention we need jordan Halverson up here please jordan Halverson, are you still on board seat 237 please come to the front i like how they sound like it's a roller skating rink <laughs> they're announcing that my skates help us, are ready help us we need your help please yeah we need three hands on this lever <laughs> two on that knob <laughs> twist them yeah a bit. <laughs> all right we're good go back to
1: your seat yeah right what if i can help what if there's terrorists and I'm the only one that's like in the right spot. I need to do a sleep. What choke kind hold. of move would you? Yeah. Like I think so. it's. I think it's always karate chop to the
0: neck. That sets him off guard. Yep. Real quick. I can't breathe. <laughs> Choking, <laughs> Choking for quick. a second. Yeah. Or a poke in the eye. Or a poke in the eye. Yeah, Kicking the pull crotch. Put some three Stooges stuff on, huh? Yeah. We'd be up in there. What
1: is this guy? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> A little hand in the face with the eyes Yeah, a little yeah. little guard there Yeah, I,
1: I feel like maybe I'd rip the armrest off And hit him across the face <laughs> Or hurt I'm equal opportunity for terrorists If they want to be Wait, males okay. or females Okay. I just want them both dead mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I do what I can on the plane So I'm not a sleeper Some people just, well, I'm going to settle in for a nap How do
0: you settle in for a nap? You are five miles in the air, friend it's so uncomfortable though, trying yeah. to settle in for a nap. Yeah. You get those neck pillows, no nope. you know, you try and work that. But I've slept on there. Have you? I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. How long was this flight that you slept on? I don't know, maybe three hours.
1: Oh, okay. It was early though,
0: I think. Uh, so, ah yeah.
1: the red eye. Yeah, you go better than the, the brown eye flight. flight.
0: Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Every day. Yep. Yep, Every yep, day. Yep, yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. So let me ask you, have you ever cried on a plane?
0: <laughs> Can't say I have. Okay. I don't know if I have either. Uh, no, I don't think so. What about uh, more emotional? You get more moody? No, I'm more moody. Yeah, I might. I have felt anxious before
1: because of turbulence. Mm-hmm. But I would say that's, that's where the mood would. I'd get a little bit kind of, <sighs> all right, it's about, it's about to happen. Yeah, right before you take off. Oh, yeah. Get kind of oh, psyched up for fun, that, No. It is fun but I enjoy landing that's more fun to me mm-hmm. as you get closer and closer and to closer your destination you can see and you can see everything especially when you're circling a new city
0: yeah you're
1: like oh, there's Salt Lake City that's what that looks like
0: and you start to see
1: Phoenix or whatever
0: you know a lot of people might not know what it looks like from 35,000 feet and then live there. there the whole life and they don't know what it looks like because uh, 80% just a little fact within a fact oh tell me. of people are uh, scared to fly. Haven't ever flown. Aerophobia. 80%? 80%. Dadgum. Isn't that something?
1: That seems unbelievable.
0: It doesn't seem right, does it? No. Well, maybe I made it up.
1: You may have. No, (laughs) I think it is right. Dang. So 20% of people
0: fly. Have fun. Okay. So you take all hmm. the people in the world... I mean, come on you're talking babies oh you know, well you're you also got...
1: taking a lot of people that may not have the ability to exactly into context yes absolutely you got to take that okay so, that makes more sense then right because you're gonna have a lot of um countries lower socioeconomic levels that are not able to afford it mm-hmm. don't have the availability yeah and you got i would say for americans it's probably higher i would think so probably 50 or 60 percent. wow but yeah Maybe. i don't know that's just a guess number four <laughs> It's impossible to lock yourself in the bathroom. You ever notice how the flight attendants flip a little switch on the lavatory door before you take off and landing? The switch locks the door so it won't fly open and it can be flipped on or off at any time. So, if they think you're joining the Mile High Club or smoking a cigarette or a stogie or a bong, they can just full-on barge in there and bust you. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. True fact. That's good to know. Mm Mm-hmm. For anybody trying to do any of that stuff. Yeah. uh, You're not safe in there. I wonder what goes on in those things. Used to.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I think a lot of people... I don't think a lot of people know about this, and I think people try to do that stuff. I mean, the flight tenants are right there, so they see two people going in there. I think it's it's more likely that someone's going to try to smoke in
0: there. I think they intentionally put... Yeah, I think so too. Intentionally put the bathrooms right by the little flight, attendant, flight attendant's <laughs> area. Yeah. Their zone right there. So You need to
1: see who's going in and out of there. Possibly. Yeah. Keep Especially, tabs. Absolutely. Especially the 60s and 70s were huge for terrorism. Domestic terrorism where people would just take a plane uh, ransom for a million bucks or something. Wow. It happened... I can't remember how many times, but mm. 2001 was... Terrible terrorism, but that had been going. I mean, the 70s happened all the time. Right. There wasn't even security in airports. People just hop on, pull willy a, nilly. Yeah, pull an AK-47 out of their duffel
0: and give me my million. Five, it is. Pilots and co-pilots are required to eat different meals. There are various rules which are imposed by different airlines. However, there is one rule which is common to the vast majority of them. It is the rule that pilots must be fed the same multi-course meal given to those in the first and business class, whilst the co-pilots are encouraged to eat different entrees to guard against cases of food poisoning.
1: That sounds a little neurotic, but I think it's probably happened. Yeah. Right. You know. And it reminds me of the movie Airplane, where, <laughs> where I think all of the all three pilots on that. When I think it's a 747, there's two pilots and a navigator. And one of the pilots is Kareem abdul Tubar with basketball. That, that should have
0: been a prerequisite to to, to, to do in this episode. It should so have been to, watch that. to
1: listen to this. But All three of them, I think, have the fish. And they all succumb to uh, food poisoning. <laughs> and no one can fly the plane except for the main character,
0: uh, Stryker. Right. That's whenever they call you up. Uh,
1: thank you. You yes. validated me yes. right here. Yeah, so that, make, that rule makes a lot of sense to me.
0: All right, we'll be back in a few minutes.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed your mid-flight break. We're back with number six. Were there always bathrooms on airplanes? The airplane bathroom, absolutely. The airplane bathroom has come a long way since the 1930s and 40s when aviation, as we know it, was at its beginnings. At first, there was no separate cabin or designated area to do the deed, and passengers and the crew would use a paper box, which could spill during turbulence. Pilots would apparently also pee in their shoes or through a hole in the floor of the cockpit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's where it came from. That makes so total sense. In the 1930s, the Royal Air Force used a flying boat nicknamed the Whistling... Well, we're gonna call it the Poop House. The, sub, the Supermarine Stranrug... <laughs> what is that word? Stranrug? The Supermarine Meer <laughs> was fitted with a toilet that would open directly to the air. When the seat was up, the airflow through the toilet would make a whistling sound. <laughs> In the name that's awesome whistling crap house
0: <laughs> that's great yeah that's uh gosh man and that's that's just like you know what is that 80 years ago that's quite a while ago it is man it's but quite damn, a revelation though. used a box <laughs> <laughs> they don't have plastic or something back then is that I, guess, not, I, guess I guess not yet no not yet
1: or it was very, it was very limited in its uses. I don't think you had plastic. You this is this a cardboard box or a wood box? Because a wood box might leave. be a little bit better. But how much would a woodchuck chuck if woodchuck <laughs> could chuck
0: wood? Oh, how much would he poop in a poop <laughs> box poop? Better question. Yeah. So, uh, gosh, spilled during during turbulence. <laughs> they just man. So there was no private area back then. You this was past the box. Yeah, this is past the box. Flight attendants, co-pilots. Golly! Oh man, I don't know, man. used to have a big old po- box of pee and poop
1: by the time you yeah. land. Surely it's at the time. back of the plane or something.
0: Somewhere. <laughs> just sliding Swirling down the aisle. Everybody's luggage. <laughs> what the heck is all this stuff?
1: <laughs> oh, it's the poop box. <laughs> You think at least they'd have like a uh, what? What's the things they used to set by the uh, be- a bed chamber? What do they call that? Was that called a bed chamber? Bed pan, I like a bed, bed pan chamber. But it would sit right next to your bed. It was like a piss pot. So if you had to go in the middle of the night, you just you pee into this little pot and dump it in the morning. Gosh, I need one of those. Let's <laughs> a <the other> thing. <laughs> uh, uh, this pot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need one of those. <laughs> absolutely, I do. Uh, let's
0: let's I ask Melanie. Tell
1: me how Melanie reacts to that.
0: Yeah, I'll we'll have to figure that out. I mean, we got so many Amazon boxes at the house. <laughs> I, I got use my card- choice of poop boxes. I wouldn't use cardboard. <laughs> okay. That's just me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not an anti I though.
0: Okay. Yeah, pro poop. Yeah, and so then uh, the Royal Air Force being very. Uh, Air Force-y. Ingenuity. For C. Ingenuity. Um. Ingenuitive? Innovative. There you go. There it is. Got it? Yep. Um, Genius. So they would just cut a hole in the bottom of that thing. Go right out through that thing. That's amazing. amazing. That's worth na- That had to have been where the name came Gosh. <laughs> My goodness. You'd have to have some good aim and... I think if it's just going through the hole. Yeah. I mean just, what if you had to poop? Ooh. You get a box. You get an updraft. <laughs> oh, that's oh, for man. Sure. That was... That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Clean you right off, too.
1: <laughs> Talk about a, uh, that's a different kind of uh, divay. What is it? A different kind of bidet. <laughs> I always get the two swapped. My wife says, you don't want to try to get cleaned by a divay. Is that the blanket? it's a bidet oh i
0: didn't know that was a thing yeah a
1: duvet a duvet you put you put
0: some sort of it's a comforter that you put stuff on wow a blanket on top of it yeah that could throw somebody off in a conversation (laughs) i'm thinking of getting a duvet no all right yeah yeah you gonna poop in it well here we go that's the whistling crap house absolutely that was a great one number seven what is the fastest airplane in the world the Lockheed SR 71 Blackbird. Mm. Yeah. It sounds awesome. It does. It's the fastest manned jet aircraft in the world. Shutterstock Concorde might have been the fastest. <laughs> Might have been fast, but not as fast as the Lockheed SR-71 Blackbird, mm-hmm. which has held the record of the fastest manned jet aircraft since 1976, oh. flying at 2,193 miles per hour. Damn. It's a type of military spy plane operating at high speeds and altitudes, 85,000 feet or higher. Developed in the 1960s, the Lockheed SR-71 was designed to be fast enough to outpace missiles. Wow. Holy cow. That's something. God, that's fast.
1: That is so fast. What's so cool is we're, you know, we're out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Lockheed has a huge plant here in Fort Worth. It's swelling up with a little bit of pride over here. It's pretty big. Uh, Yeah. And the other day, me and my wife were driving past it, and they're always testing f-35s and all sorts of other planes there and they just fly super low and so you can hear them and every time i hear it i just say to myself in my heart america just whisper <laughs> and i tell people it's the
0: sound of freedom because other countries don't have jets
1: we sell jets lockheed sells jets to like World israel I. I, Saudi get you. Arabia. I get the same thing oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah now I think we sell them just like if you were to buy a hot water heater because that's what I bought today for my house the guy came and installed it but he went to the plumber supply to get it mm-hmm. so I think what we sell is the Home Depot version so if we ever had to fight one of those countries over there right. Spain,' Spain they are like we've like, well, got some of your jets we're right. going to get you and we're like hey that's actually the Lowe's model we've yeah. got the you get the S yeah you, you the got the model S, S model S. yeah It's
0: going to be uh, you're not going to have you know, yeah Ex has power Three. windows. Yeah, okay. I can have 350 buttons. Yeah, we're gonna give you 20.
1: <laughs> There's no autopilot on that. Yeah, I mean, you're you're steering that thing with like bicycle.
0: Hands. Yeah, but we want to make sure that we're on top, right? <laughs> it, well, that's part of the deal, right? You wouldn't want them selling uh you know, secrets and other types of things. Yeah, you the gotta lower. give them the lower model. So, the speed on this thing, I don't even know if I can comprehend how fast that is 2,000 yeah. miles per hour. So, that I mean, I thing could go around. What was it? It's, so 2, it's 2,193 miles per, miles per hour? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, you know, US, if you think about it, Florida or you know, East Coast to West Coast, about yeah. 3,000 miles. Yes. So, we can make it there in about an hour and a half. That's insane. Or I mean, Memphis to LA. If you had this thing, you could hit up New Year's Eve around the world in probably 10 different countries. Wow. If you so desired. If you did, I'd be worn out. Yeah. Not a big New Year's Eve guy. No. Much. Not anymore. No.
1: Gosh, four kids date. later. Yeah, right? you know, You're lucky yeah. to make it to 11. <laughs> right. Number eight. The tires of an airplane are designed not to pop on landing. Well, that's comforting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: The tires on an airplane are designed to withstand incredible weight loads, 38 tons. I think it'd be 76,000 pounds. Because a ton is 2,000 pounds, right? Right. And it can hit the ground at 170 miles per hour, more than 500 times before ever needing to get retread. Additionally, airplane tires are inflated to 200 PSI, which is about six times the pressure used in a car tire. If an airplane does need new tires, ground crew simply jack the plane up, like you would a car. Mm. Really? Mm-mm-mm. Wow, that's amazing. That's one big jack. That is. I wonder how you get those tires off,
0: though. Right. Like you actually pull that baby off.
1: Yeah. What do you go to they? discount tire, and do you have to put it in the? Then they come to you. They come, they, they to, to, you.
0: come to you for that. You'll pull up, set an appointment. Man, five hundred times. Want to check the the ground crew on that, guys? How many of these things? What flat are we on here on these tires? Yeah, we at 498. Cause uh, let's go ahead and switch these babies out. Red. Good, uh, good now. China. So they retread them. Yeah. yeah. Wow, they retread them. Why don't they just replace? Them? Gosh, that thing's coming in zooming though, 170 miles an hour. I didn't yeah. know
1: that's how fast you were going when you land.
0: I know. It seems a lot slower. It does.
1: It does. I,
0: I I had to replace the uh,
1: tire on my uh, zero-turn mower the other day. Well, did you now? I
0: did. I had to cut it off with a grinder. I like how you mentioned zero-turn mower. Well, I wanted everyone oh, to know. Oh, fancy pants. Uh, well,
1: you got two acres, over two acres to mow. You can't do a push mower. You'd be out there five days a week. Well, you
0: got to have the zero-turn.
1: Absolutely. I, right. But I had to do that. I did not know this. in These airplanes, I'm sure, have it. These tires, but... There was a metal ring within the rubber in the tire that holds it onto the wheel, Mm -hmm. onto the rim. So I'm having to saw through this metal to get the tire off. Then I realized you can just pay them $10 at discount tire and they put it in their machine that takes the tires on and off.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, that's so much easier.
1: Oh yeah, because I had to pay a guy $65 to weld the holes shut that i uh,
0: saw into my rim oh wow it was a
1: learning experience it is it is
0: you know i've uh, seen that done you have it's a completely different deal of trying to do it yourself oh yeah when they've got i don't know the name of the machine but it's called on there where that is she's a little lever Mm -hmm. boom pull that tire off yeah right back on it takes five minutes if that oh yeah off.
1: no i was using
0: a phillips head screwdriver. Trying to get that thing. Trying on. to, yeah. yeah. And it was bending everything up. Yeah. That's a new mower too. How do you already have to replace a, that's not a new mower.
1: That's okay. a seven-year-old mower bought from God church. I see. Okay. Only has 500 hours. I see.
0: Yeah. Sold you a faulty tire.
1: Huh? No, I, no. You know what? I think I knew it was aged. It was as is no warranty. Right. So things uh, go bad. Buyer beware. What happens? Buyer beware. Yeah. Uh, thank you, JJ French. Right. or the
0: mower did it flat how would you know it was it go flat or yeah
1: yep, it busted mm. yeah I mean it busted what'd you hit oh I reckon it was
0: a deer <laughs> <laughs> I was going so fast I couldn't tell that'll do it deer or maybe a rock <laughs> probably a screw alright number nine what that tiny hole in the airplane window does you ever thought about that I have tell me Okay, it's to regulate cabin pressure. Most airplane windows are made up of three panels of acrylic. The exterior window works as you would expect, keeping the elements out and maintaining cabin pressure. In the unlikely event that something happens to the exterior pane, the second pane acts as a failsafe option. The tiny hole in the interior window is there to regulate air pressure so the middle pane remains intact and uncompromised until it is called into duty. Wow. I didn't even know there ever was such a thing. I haven't noticed one. That's crazy.
1: The redundancy of safety in an airplane is so comforting.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it definitely is. To know that all these steps are being taken to you know, something that you might not even think about. But uh-huh. it's because things have happened. Yep. Right? Exactly right. Bird hit the outside of the window, mm-hmm. smashed in all three of them, like, or one of them. Uh-huh. And then they're like, we got to get two. Yep. Busted in through Well, dang, we need to get three. <laughs> and then that one busted in. And then yeah. the pressure was off. De-pressurized. And they were like, we got a hole. Yeah. Everybody grabs their oxygen masks. Uh-huh. Man, it's a big deal. Let's just drill a little hole in there.
1: Absolutely. Who thought of that idea. Nice. They've got some really smart people working on these things. Mm-hmm. Man, that reminds me of, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, there was the Southwest Airlines flight. I think it was at 737. I think that's all they fly. But the roof, a panel, the roof came off mid flight. Mm. and just there was a giant uh, sunroof all of a sudden oh wow yeah they got the plane down now that would be scary <laughs> And you're telling me i'm not me. scared
0: of heights you ripped the roof off of that thing <laughs> i'll put that seatbelt back on real quick <laughs> oh yeah i'm putting my phone on airplane mode after that who <laughs> didn't have that phone on airplane mode <laughs> the roof's flying off guilty <laughs> that was me that was me what so they made it back and everybody's fine yeah
1: that is amazing i think maybe one person got sucked out no i'm kidding i'm kidding i think it would have been a bigger story if someone you know right out but oh yeah yeah i think everybody was just horrified and it's a terrible experience and i think everybody fastened up put on the masks <laughs> and because that obviously the uh, well the, the masks would be gone count. the masks they'd be with the roof no oh large? no 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 i'm talking about the middle of the top of the fuselage so not right above the seats but the there, the dome portion the panel flew off okay so not like the roof flew off i just thought well, the whole thing no oh, no no people are
0: exposed to air <laughs> No 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 sudden. one
1: one i think one area was exposed okay but like you know like the vacuum works up there and the like have how hoover the hoover yeah. the pressurized cabin if you got Even a small hole up there, it's gonna create that vacuum and just start sucking all the air out. Oh
0: yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it in movies. Oh (laughs) yeah, snakes on a plane,
1: (laughs) (laughs) or soul plane. (laughs) Oh, snakes on a plane. I never
0: did watch that one. Me neither. Just Didn't ever want to think about watching snakes on a plane. No, no. Did you see goats on a boat? (laughs) That was a good one.
1: That was a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. About frogs on a log.
1: (laughs) Ah, now that's a good one. (laughs) Oh boy, that one takes me back. Yes, sir. Number 10. Why airplane food tastes so bad? Airplane food has a bad reputation, but the food itself isn't entirely to blame. The real fault lies with the plane. A 2015 Cornell University study reported by Time magazine found that the environment inside an airplane actually alters the way food and drink taste. Sweet items taste less, less sweet, salty flavors are heightened. Mm. The dry, recycled air inside the plane cabin doesn't, either, doesn't help either, as low humidity can further dull taste and smell, making everything in a plane seem bland. Mm. According to another study in 2010 by the Fraunhofer Institute for Building Physics und Germany, Nice. It's about 30% more difficult to detect sweet and salty taste when you're up in the air. Next time you fly, skip the meal and maybe try a glass of tomato juice instead.
0: Ah. First of all, no thank you on the tomato juice. Right? Uh, well, I don't know. It depends. I kind of like the V8 spicy stuff. Yeah. That stuff is pretty good. What about know. Bud Light Clamato? I've tried one. Yeah? No, nah, I just like to make mine myself. Oh, Clamato. okay. I've never had that tomato in anything. Tomato, lime, put a little salt around the rim. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Okay. It's a good summer. Let's okay. try it. Okay, around the pool. Once yeah. the pool's in,
1: you come over. Let's make tomatoes. Maybe we'll do it by the ocean this summer.
0: I like it. There's another idea. I like it. It's about just as far. <laughs> just about. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I've never noticed that. But, you know, thinking about it, any meal I've ever had on a plane... Consisted of peanuts
1: <laughs> and ginger ale is always bland so right i maybe you, i that's what i always get on a plane ginger ale seems like the appropriate beverage <laughs> never gotten that oh i love ginger
0: ale on a plane
1: <laughs> sorry i started to reminisce
0: well, i guess there it is that's that and peanuts I...
1: great 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 hit in my mind
0: all right thank you for that study uh Heima is to a building physics Ja. Germany, yeah, ja. that was a terrible German accent. So That's pretty good.
1: That. I, I didn't know you uh you had a German accent. That's good. Ah, well, we're working on it. Yeah, I didn't know you were from Frankfurter
0: <laughs> or hot doggin. <laughs> hot doggin. <laughs> hot doggin. Nice. I win Italian there. All right, it's time for a part of the show. We're gonna do a little quizzle dizzle. My name's Jay Weezy. I like to keep it easy. Thunder Beasy here. We likes to keep it breezy. Now here's the Dizzle.
1: We like to keep it Rizzle. Sit, Sit back, back, relax. It's time for Quizzle Dizzle. dizzle.
0: Yeah, boy. boy. All right. Let's see here. Number one. What is the busiest United States airport? Is it LAX, JFK, or ATL. ATL. Well done. I think How it's did Jackson of that field. Wikipedia. Um, just <laughs> You're research. looking for the biggest.
1: No, I just, in general, I look at statistics like that. I think at some point it was Chicago O'Hare. But yeah, that's That surprises ATL.
0: me because I thought. There would be one that would be, you know, LAX. I would think, but that's second. DFW, I definitely would think. Yep. That's like a whole city out there.
1: I know. Gosh, it's crazy. It's bigger than that was uh, fourth. I think it's bigger than Manhattan. Speaking of DFW. Oh my gosh. Ten miles. It's um, a whole city. Long yeah. itself. Yep.
0: What's and the third is ORD. What's ORD? you down is without that? ORD. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know me. ORD. What would that be? Would that be O'Hare? O'Hare. That is O'Hare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Did you ever watch uh, The Aviator? Not the Leo movie. You know what? Bit of a fan I of I wanted to see that movie. Okay. So it involved Howard Hughes. Do you have any I knowledge I, about any I of that do. stuff? I do. I do. He was kind of crazy. Okay. So but you, smart. Yeah. He no. very eccentric. Yeah. So he, had, he had something called the H4 Hercules. Uh-huh. You heard of that one? I Dragon have. Bell? Okay. A.K.A. the Spruce. Goose. Goose. Uh-huh. Okay. So how many engines did the spruce goose have? There we go. Two, ten, eight, six.
1: I want to say it was made entirely of wood and had eight engines.
0: All right again, my friend. It had eight, eight. Man. Well done. Well done, but I'm not sure about the wood part.
1: Um, okay. let, me, let me do it before you move on to the next so, one. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Wartime re- because of the wartime restrictions on steel, Howard Hughes decided to build the Spruce Goose out of wood. Well done. Laminated with plastic and covered with fabric. Huh. Wow. Mainly birch
0: and spruce. <laughs> there spruce you go. Goose? Obviously. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. All right, this is a tough one here. Number three. Mm. What year did commercial jet service begin? Okay. Okay. Now
1: now by jet do you mean jet engines or propeller engines?
0: Is there or do you just mean commercial flight engines? Commercial jets, yeah. So jets commercial jets, a, okay, right. Okay. Exactly. So uh, so you got 1952, 1996, <laughs> 1938. 1965 52 I think I made that one a little easy for you no, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. Okay. that's I okay I appreciate you making it easy for me it wasn't 1996
1: no no, no. I almost went 96 yeah yeah and then I used 61. the right half of my
0: brain there you go there, there you yeah. go Mhm. get that reasoning going uh-huh all right man you got all three of them correct well done thank you thank you what do I win uh high five all right there you go there we go there you go you get one of those and you get to buy me a steak tonight oh so I will double
1: double win I rescind my correct answers <laughs>
0: there you go that's airplanes man that was fun that was a good time good time you want to close this out absolutely Lord
1: I just thank you <laughs> Yo, we forgot to pray again I know
0: ah. man, I pray on the wheel over here
1: oh good, good, good. alright Well, thank you guys for joining us for Airplanes. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and review. Comment. Uh Uh, Call your grandma again. Yeah, yeah, do that one. Yeah, tell her. Listen. Again, what is she doing that's so important that she can't listen to us for Uh 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. She can do it. Yeah. Until next time, stay curious. And
0: weird.